1: Nathan, when I look back several months and looking forward to 2021, I didn't expect that we would be talking about a full-on 2021 heavy-duty diesel truck war. It's strange.
2: Uh, I thought that at the most one automaker, truck maker, would actually up the game. But they're all, all upping their game.
1: Yes, and we're talking about, of course, one-ton trucks, Mm -hmm. three-quarter pickup trucks, diesel and gas. And Nathan, like you're saying, uh, manufacturers are increasing power numbers, yep. increasing towing numbers, capability. Um, so in this video or in this podcast, um, I want to actually count down you know, what they've done. And we're talking about the big three, of course, right? Yes, of course. Ford, GM, and Ram. And actually go through some of the numbers, not all of them, because if we did, we would be here for five hours. Yeah, it
2: would take forever. We're trying to get this done less than an hour.
1: <laughs> and of course, kind of see where this leads us and also where it leads us, I hope, is that actually we're getting some of these trucks within a few months and actually running them up and down the Ike Gauntlet.
2: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, the Ike Gauntlet is our special worldwide recognized test and it is one of the toughest towing tests that you can possibly throw at a truck because we're talking high elevation, steep grades, hard braking, maximum loads and we do it every year we've been doing it for what seven years now
1: yeah pretty much so let's kick off the tfl talking trucks congratulations you have now tuned into tfl talk where we discuss everything automotive whether it's cars or trucks this is the one place where you can be sure to get independent and honest reviews let's get back to the show right now all right dude so to do this how about we go alphabetically okay you know, every manufacturer has those banners, you know, those big banners that say we're the best, best yeah. in class, yeah, yeah. we are the best ever. Well, uh, first of all, we have to be very careful. If I misquote one number, one digit, people will reach out from inside the camera. Or through and, their, their uh, listening device. And they will strangle me. Well, you know, let's
2: face it, the truck world, especially, especially with like serious truck fans, is one of the most competitive out there, and it's also one of the most passionate. It is very difficult to get a Ford guy to like Chevy. It's very difficult to get a GM person to like Ram. And you know, the bottom line is it's like religion and politics, pickup trucks and sports, I'd say. Yeah. It's right up there with those. And actually, we focus
1: on trucks. Yes. Yes. So no politics or religion. No, hell no. <laughs> no way. So, so anyway, let's dive in with Chevrolet alphabetically yes, once again, alphabetically. right? alphabetically. Okay. So for 2021, Chevy came out, and this came out actually a couple months ago, mm-hmm. this news. Um, and they're, top, they're upgrading their ratings. So, and, so let's start first with the banner rating, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the stuff that they market. And then I wanna touch on a couple more things because most people buy actually crew cap four wheel drive trucks. Yeah, that's their most popular. And also what's more popular is actually three quarter ton trucks. Mm -hmm. So I wanna touch on all that stuff. So for 2021 GM, Chevrolet and GMC uh, upped their total diesel one ton rating to 36,000 pounds.
2: Now that is a specific trim. That is a specific model and they did that I think they changed the tires and wheels and a few other things, right?
1: Yeah, so I was asking actually, I actually was emailing with the PR department uh-huh. as, at GM, as we do with any manufacturer, yes, yes, yes. trying to understand this, um, and they talked about doing some suspension changes mm-hmm. and wheel and tire package changes. Right. So this is how close this is. I mean, this, this, is, this goes down to the tire pressures, the tire manufacturer, the wheel and the brakes and the suspension and all that stuff. Right. So, they upped it from 35.5, mm-hmm. uh, where they were in 2020, they increased it by about 500 pounds. And that's a gas, uh, I'm sorry, that's a diesel Duramax truck, short cab, uh, two-door, mm-hmm. uh, obviously long bed, duly, dually, mm-hmm. uh, with a diesel. Okay, so
2: that is absolutely their maximum number. They've increased it by 500 pounds. That is pretty significant.
1: I mean, that, that is a big jump. Dude, that's already, I mean, that's well above CDL territory. Yes. Right? Uh, technically, gross combined weight of 26,000 or above is commercial driver license territory. That's provided that you're not towing an RV. Yes. Which a whole homes, different other thing. Yeah. We should do a show about that because motorhomes and uh, RV trailers are exempt which in a lot of states. Which is crazy. Uh, but some people actually tell us that. You can actually get, depending on the state, you can actually get pulled over and questioned if you're towing, like, a big fifth-wheel camper, Uh like, you know, like, commercial questions, actually, you know, do you have a permit, or do you have this, or do you have a fire extinguisher, do you have additional
2: equipment? Could you imagine Mr. Truck getting pulled over and the type of hell he'd put that poor officer through?
1: Well, How are I don't you kidding know. me? I
2: got my license and here it is right here and I got my boots on and everything else. I got a hat on. What are you talking about? Yeah. Get out there and dance. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think we'll have a good conversation, actually. It would be an interesting conversation. I'd yes. like to be a fly no, on the wall. No,
1: walk. Of course. Of course, Mr. Truck, Ken Sundling does have a CDL. Yes. And that's why, you know, you see him a lot on TFL Truck when we're doing heavy trucks.
2: Yes. And hopefully in the near future, Mr. Truck Jr., that being Andre Smirnoff, will be
1: getting one shortly. Am I right? Yeah, I'm working on it. I got my renewed pa- permit. I mm-hmm. uh, passed my written test. And within two weeks, actually in February of 2021, I, I, I'm, I'm going to school. Yes, which is fantastic. I'm going to school. And we will cover
2: that in another podcast. But let's get back to this.
1: Yeah. So so now we have to talk about, a little bit about power. Right. right. So uh, GM is offering two engines. Uh, they're both 6.6 liter V8s. So it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. So we get emails asking us about 6.6 liter trucks. Right. like, are you talking about gas or diesel you know so anyway so the diesel engine of course is a 445 horsepower and 910 pound-feet of uh, torque rating it's a Duramax eh? it's a Duramax it's V8 of course and a 10 speed that's the new transmission Mm mm-hmm now this transmission is is it in-house No, that's kind of, it gets a little tricky here, right? So it's an Allison branded Mm -hmm. GM transmission. It's really heavy duty, right? It's very strong. Right. Um, But it's Allison branded. And the reason why I say that is because technically Allison is now a separate company. They used Mm -hmm. to be the same. Right, right. Now they're a separate company from General Motors. And GM actually kind of designed the transmission, gave it to them at Allison, Mm -hmm. and Allison people tested it and verified it. So they signed off on it, but it's not built by Allison.
2: As far as I know, dude. As, uh, as far as we know. Yeah. Uh,
1: it may be in the same building, different offices. I have, I have <laughs> okay. no idea. But, but,
2: anyway. but in, in essence, is a General Motors built transmission that Allison said, okay, yeah, we sign off on it. Is yeah,
1: and, and actually, technically, Allison has another transmission uh, mm-hmm. for similar type weight classes. Right. It's a nine-speed. Mm-hmm. So they're they're actually developing a separate. So it can get confusing, but Allison has had a name, you know, through decades, actually, in time, mm-hmm. uh, for major, you know, big trucks, school buses, fire trucks. Um, they're really well-known and well-respected, so that transmission is pretty, pretty stout. Um, and so then, uh, let's talk about the crew cab truck. If you're watching this on TFL Talk, our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you can also see a few images behind me here. So let's talk about the rating now for a crew cab four-wheel drive dually. Which is one of the more popular models that they will sell. Yeah, because, you know, you can advertise 36,000 pounds all day long.
2: Right, but that is a completely different truck than the one that's over yeah. there. Oh.
1: so I, I looked up all the numbers. For GM in a crew cab four-wheel drive, the number is 31,180 pounds. Uh, that's the rating. Mm-hmm. But consider this, dude. That's still a heck of a lot of weight.
2: Oh, my God, yeah, especially considering the fact that we're talking about a truck that can hold a lot of people, that can, you know, that has four-wheel drive. There's a lot of extra drag, a lot of extra weight because you have a larger cab. I mean, there's a, it's a completely different truck.
1: Yeah, and actually, well, we're based in Colorado here, yes. right? But no matter where you are, let's say you're uh, moving a piece of equipment, like pictured here, right? Mm-hmm. John Deere, uh, tractor or something on the back of the trailer. Right. If you get bogged down in mud, what are you going to do?
2: You know, I, I actually, just the other day, I saw a guy down the street who had an old dually rear drive and he was screwed because he was trying to get through like a uh, backyard area which connects to a, a green patch. Anyway, the point is, is that it's a large green area, and he got completely bogged down, and he just didn't have his front wheels trying to pull him out of it, right? Mm. And I was looking at that thinking, I wonder you know, if he's thinking in the back of his mind, man, I should have gotten a four-wheel drive. He probably was. I'm sure he well, was. Well, because and now
1: he has to call his buddy or somebody else. Actually, what else. they did is they
2: brought in two tow trucks. <laughs> two, two, to pull him out. And both those tow trucks, Colorado tow trucks were four wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, and they both together had to pull him out. And he had a backhoe on the back of his trailer. It was the poor guy was so bogged down. So it is pretty
1: important. It I is. Mean, I, yeah.
2: It is in in certain cases. But if you're only going to be on the highway, you know what I mean. Like if you're long distance, long yeah. distance highway, yeah. and you want better economy and you want maximum towing. Of course, rear drive is the way to go.
1: And of course, pound. If you're working like we're talking about, right, like hot shot business, right, mm-hmm. Yeah, carrying yeah. things, cars, transporting stuff, every pound matters. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. And yes. It, maybe in that case, a two-wheel drive would work. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. So now let's touch on a three-quarter ton truck from GM because this is a 2500s. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other engine available, of course, in the heavy duties for GM is a gas engine, 401 horsepower and 464 pound-feet of torque. And for 2021, they left it alone. Mm-hmm. And they also left alone the six-speed automatic that's in the gas, you know, backing up the gas engine.
2: That is an older automatic, if I recall. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, you know what, I, I wish they would have slapped a 10-speed in there.
2: Yeah, like, I'm curious if that's going to happen later, so, or if yeah. they have, there, maybe there's a packaging reason that they can't do that. So hopefully, uh, they also need
1: maybe potentially to raise the output of the gas engine. Well, to match that 7.3 that Ford builds at the very least. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would imagine. So uh, this is just our, our opinion, this yeah. is, inside, yeah, it, there, I'm sure there's other reasons. <laughs> Anyway, but uh, for a three-quarter ton from GM, uh, you can tow up to about eighteen thousand five hundred pounds with a gooseneck trailer. Mm-hmm. So this is almost half, actually, what a dually can do. Wow. Okay. Well. So, so and, and the gas engine is a little bit lower. Yeah, so, that too. So um, if you're looking for a three-quarter ton truck, for example, you know you're not towing all the time, mm-hmm. right? You want to bring some toys somewhere or right, some right, trailers. Right. Um, you have to decide you can get a gas-powered truck that will tow about 17,000 just less than that uh, Or you can get a diesel three-quarter ton truck. It will tow about eighteen five. Right? Uh, if that's enough for you Great. Just do it. Yeah, <laughs> don't buy a dually <laughs> Because dualies are hard to park. They're long. They're big. They're heavy. They're thirsty. They're thirsty So only I would, I would recommend buying a dually maybe if you have a giant fifth wheel trailer for stability, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Or if you're working.
2: Yeah, or if you want to be a bro and put on those massive, really wide wheels and lift it like eight feet in the air and be ridiculous, that's a great reason to have a dually as well. I would agree. Yeah, because we see a lot of
1: those here, dude. Those like thirty-inch rims <laughs> and like it's, tires that are about an inch thick. Right, right. There's yeah.
2: absolutely no trick. Yeah, and then that's, and they're sticking out like four inches on each side, six inches on each side. We actually had one. We did a video with one that a nice guy loaned us, yeah. and it
1: was it was just ridiculously wide and kind of useless. So anyway, so that's kind of where you are. So those are, numbers are okay, but so let's move on to Ford. Mm-hmm. Okay and uh and talk about the f-350 450 and 250 trucks and for 2020 this was a truck with new powertrains basically right now of course 2021 the powertrains remain the same and so let's talk about that really quick three of three, three choices right actually. six two gas that's been there forever yep that's the old one uh and mr truck tested it we've tested it thoroughly um everywhere now the new Godzilla. Yeah, 7.3, which we have a lot of experience with. We
2: actually had it in one of our uh, project trucks for about a year.
1: Yeah, our F250 mm-hmm. um, that we recently sold on TFLbids.com by the yes, way. Yes, indeed, yeah. And, uh, of course, there's a 6.7 liter diesel V8, uh, which was redesigned in 2020. It's the latest generation. And, oh boy, this, di- this new diesel is fast. It's insane. And it's efficient. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's also made it to a 10-speed automatic. This automatic is Ford in-house. Yeah, so is the engine. Yeah, so is the engine, right? Yeah, yeah. it's all Ford. And that's really interesting. Um, I saw at a previous event, the F-150 10-speed mm-hmm. right next to, on a stand, right next to a Super Duty 10-speed. Uh-huh. And the Super Duty 10-speed is physically larger. I mean, it's not the same transmission. It, I it, would it's, imagine it's, every it's, component yeah. on it
2: is beefed up significantly.
1: Yeah, and it's beefed up because the Ford diesel is rated at 475 horsepower, so about 30 more horses than GM, mm-hmm. and 1,050 pound-feet of torque. Damn. So they weren't the first to go over 1,000 pound-feet of torque, Yeah, Ram was, but they are now over that. Yes, well over that. And, of course, the 10-speed. And they're rating for an F450, which is consumer-based truck, which is a one-time truck. Yes. I have to be very specific with my work. Yeah, because there are some people who
2: have an issue with that.
1: Yeah, and uh, a lot of people have issues <laughs> yeah. with this. Uh, the F-450 truck, technically, Ford has two versions of it. They have one for consumers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get them in, like, very luxurious, you know, limited in- four yeah, four-wheel four doors four-wheel drive and then they have a commercial chassis mm-hmm. uh, 450s we're not talking about the chassis right right uh, only talking about the consumer trucks and the f-450s actually have slightly bigger hubs with 10 lug uh, lug, lug bolts um, this truck is rated at 37,000 so a thousand pounds more than the GM truck okay and F-350, if you want to compare, right, F-350 also two-door, you know, two-wheel drive, 35,750, right below the GM truck. So now, you know, now each manufacturer can say their best. Right, and,
2: and that's, that's what's really important here, guys. We, we know that, you know, apples to apples is very difficult nowadays because they're, they're, they're cutting the pie thinner and thinner, and they're trying to find new places to insert themselves. So when you're looking at the... 3500 versus the F-350, 3500 does have a slight edge, yeah. but the 450, which is, cons- you can buy as a regular consumer, yeah. and it is a regular truck, so to speak, technically speaking, it is uh, more capable in terms of its maximum towing.
1: Yeah, and now let's go back to the that crew cab four-wheel drive situation, uh-huh. right? because that's what we're comparing also. Yeah. Uh, Ford, wow, so... Ford is listing their F three fifty crew cab four wheel drive um, at thirty four thousand seven hundred. That's that's like thirty five hundred pounds more than the GM. That is crazy.
2: And the thing is, is we have experience with you know the Ford diesel, and I think you and I both agree it's a rocket. It is so overpowered.
1: Yeah, and. And that's good when you have 34,000 pounds being <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you need to maintain that speed, right? You need to accelerate. Right. And, of course, all these trucks we're talking about have exhaust brakes, mm-hmm. so they have beefy brakes. Uh, of course, we're talking about crazy numbers. Like, if you just think about it, that a trailer, if it weighs 34,000, for example, and the truck itself weighs, what, 8,500 pounds? Give or take, yeah. The trailer is, like, four times more heavy than the truck. Right. So talk about the tail wagging the dog. Well, Uh, if you look at tow ratings of
2: full like tractor-trailer vehicles from 30 years ago, those numbers are very close. Yeah. I mean, it's insane what these—you could drive these trucks as commuter vehicles (laughs) and then put on a trailer that's over 35,000 pounds and tow it somewhat efficiently, and, and you know, you've got a warranty and air conditioning and airbags and,
1: you know, all massaging are, seats in some cases, yeah. it's ridiculous, it's yeah. crazy.
2: Yeah, I'm totally. sorry, I'm Deborah. I
1: I no, no, yeah. no, I, I absolutely agree. And, yeah. and also, so uh, I know a lot of people listening and watching are probably saying, you know, is it safe, is it, you know, dangerous? Mm. Well, all of these manufacturers are um, complying with the standard. The yeah, which is standards. SAE. Yeah, SAE, Society of Automotive Engineers, J2807, it's a standard for testing, includes stuff like, you know, how do they deal in heat, Mm -hmm. Uh, pulling up Davis Dam, which is in uh, Arizona, Nevada Mm -hmm. area. It's a pretty steep grade. Steep grade also in high temperatures, Mm -hmm. Uh, how you stop, how you turn, and also if you can hold the weight, like, stationary on a slope. Mm -hmm. And Tommy actually did a great video about this on TFL truck. Right, right, right. So... uh, And so you can learn more about it, how how it's being tested. So they test them properly, and obviously they rate them. <laughs> so obviously there's a level of safety built in. Mm-hmm.
2: But you have to have skill to drive this. Well, the, which is why you want you have to get a CDL to go to a certain weight, yeah. and you know, keep records and be safe. So um, so
1: far, Ford is, you know, is up there. Yeah, they
2: are, but Ram is competing as well.
1: Yes. And Ram, let's get to Ram in one second, because let's touch on the F-250 really quick. Oh, yeah. um, Before we move on. So, F-250 truck, which is a three-quarter ton, um, is rated at conventional trailer up to about 20,000 pounds. So, a little bit more than GM. Uh, And fifth wheel for an F-250 is at 22,800. And this is diesel trucks. Right, right. We're talking about diesel. If you want... Well, if you want to get a gas engine, if you don't want to pay that premium, about what eight grand or to ten grand for a diesel engine, right? That's you have to pay up front yes. when you purchase the truck. If you don't want to do that, the gas f fifty will do about nineteen thousand five hundred. Still great, crazy numbers, still crazy numbers. Yeah.
2: And it's interesting. We, we get a lot of people asking us about diesel versus gas, and you know, I think that three quarters of the people out there, as long as they're not towing professionally will be more than happy with a gas engine, at least for right now, while you know both gas and diesel are so damn cheap in the, in this state, or in this country, I should say.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would also say if you're not traversing mountains, yeah. I think the, most, all of these V8s are very powerful. They're all extremely yeah. well made now. Now, if you're traversing mountains, let's say you live in the Rocky Mountain region or yeah. Appalachian regions, some other places, uh, then, if you're driving heavy trailers over those regions regularly, I would say a diesel is better because you have an exhaust brake, yeah. right? You have more torque, more power. So Also, in those- long distance, you get, you're getting better efficiency.
2: So, if people are doing thousands and thousands of miles per year, then they will get their money back eventually you know, by doing the premium on diesels for long range.
1: Yeah, and also diesels may require some extra maintenance, too. Well, that's the thing. They're more extra, expensive to extra, maintain. Yeah, And buy. And buy, yeah. yeah.
2: So it's, it's an interesting trade-off. But Mr. Truck would say, you know, if you're a professional, diesel's the only way to go. But for a lot of regular Joes out there, like me, who occasionally tows,
1: gas is usually the best way to go. I would say that because, you know, you don't have to worry about... You know, maybe fuel filters as much or, or DEF or any of that Or DF, yeah. right? And um, also expensive oil changes. Oh, yeah. Oil changes are very expensive. Just maintenance
2: least. alone, I mean, just replacing certain components on diesels because you have to have a diesel mechanic can be very expensive.
1: Yep. So then let's move on to RAM. Yes. So RAM is here and they're not to be left uh, on the side. Well, they were the first ones to
2: get to that 1,000 uh, pound feet of torque. Yeah and then Ford said excuse
1: me. Right, and Ford said excuse me what about a year ago, mm-hmm. and now uh, Ram says excuse, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> yes they did. So of course Ram is using a Cummins engine, so, uh, yeah. so straight six, so this is a different engine because um, the other guys are using V8s. Right um straight six this engine's been around for many many years it's the latest generation yeah
2: but it, which has been significantly upgraded
1: yeah uh, recently i think 2019 is the last time you did was... a really comprehensive video on all the upgrades on I that i think we even talked to engineers in like detroit auto show you
2: talked to those engineers and i think that you were sitting on their lap while they were talking to you and coming.: no, yeah. no 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 yeah you, nobody but, was but, sitting... but, i mean that was a, it was a very detailed <laughs> conversation I remember that video yeah
1: yeah yeah. so they just boosted their power rating on the Cummins this -hmm. is a 6.7 liter of course Um, they went up to 1075 pound-feet of torque (laughs) 25 more than Ford yes that was not an accident I don't think (laughs) no it wasn't of course not (laughs) and 420 horsepower so they're still on horsepower they're behind right so the horsepower rating is lower than the Duramax on the GM, mm-hmm. and it's lower than the Ford, but the torque is now the highest.
2: Right, and I'm sure the argument would be, well, torque is what you're looking for, and, and you know, I'm one to agree, torque is you know what tears trees out of grounds.
1: Yeah, and also, we've driven all these trucks, obviously, and I mean, not 2021s, but just 2020s. 2020s. Um, and the Ram always sounds to me like the truckiest one. Well, yeah, It's a tiny bit louder, but good loud, like a big rig, right? Mm-hmm. It, you could hear the exhaust brake kick on a little bit more. Uh, it just kind of snorts and powers up. You yeah, it's just it, really manly
2: all three of them have very very different uh, the diesels I'm referring to all three of them have a different sound a different feel and just a different personality You know they really do very yeah. different engines, but
1: they're getting more and more refined like as the years. Oh, go. Oh big time on.
2: Yeah. yeah, they're they're so much easier to drive nowadays Just go back ten years and drive a diesel compared to it today and it's a completely different feeling completely different feeling
1: I think the uh, the the really good test of like the sound if you can pull into a drive-through and not don't don't have to shut off your engine to talk (laughs) uh i think that's the key right yeah especially yeah uh,
2: (laughs) we did a video a long time ago where we had it we tried to take a dually through a uh, drive-through you remember
1: that we did we did yeah and we it was a success success. it was a success but you were you were freaking out yeah, your knuckles were white. Well, because I had to like hug this corner. I have to go around I I think I touched both curbs <laughs> with my tires. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it was like yeah. a $75,000 truck or something like that.
1: Yeah, it was like a Denali or something yeah, that's like a GMC. Sorry, I did. It, once again, I digress, but no, it's that's worth th- keeping in mind if you get a dually. It's all good. Um, and then there was a lot of rumors, and of course, we were part of it, too, um, that Ram was going to change transmissions.
2: Yeah, yeah, we heard a whole bunch of different rumors.
1: Yeah, so we got some information also from some anonymous source with what seemed to be credible information that Ram was considering either ZF, Mm -hmm. uh, automatic transmissions, or even Allison. Right. But but proper, like Allison 9-speed. Anyway, uh, for 2021, the Ram has still the same transmission, which is a 6-bit ISIN. Um, And this is a very proven transmission, it's been around for years. Um, so actually, as far as I know, after all the testing that we've done, these transmissions are pretty solid. I haven't heard a lot of room, uh, you know, bad stuff about these heavy-duty transmissions. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about diesel transmissions. Right, right. I'm which, not talking about like other, you know, the ga- gas, and, gas yeah, engine, yeah, right. basically. So, for, uh, so Ram said, okay, Ford, you're 37,000? Well, we're going to go up to 37, one. 37,100 pounds. Once again, not an accident, I don't no. think. So they, they uh, rated their, oh, let me switch my view to a ram. Yeah,
2: now while you're doing that, the question is, how do they do that? How do they get up to an additional 100 pounds?
1: Right, right, right. Or, or actually, they stepped up for 35, one. So they actually boosted themselves 2,000. 2,000, wow. To, to, to leapfrog, right? The, so they leapfrogged both GM. And Ford right right and I think um, a lot of it also has to do with suspension mm-hmm. um, and we gotta I gotta bring this up because payload is very important so everybody and I have just focused on towing numbers right right but you cannot forget payload because as soon as you overload your you know rear axle bad things will happen right
2: well braking balance safety mu- in general I and mean, all, those- yes, right.
1: all that stuff so when you're buying one of these trucks, you, you can focus a lot on the, you know, 37.1, but if about 15% of it goes onto your truck, right? right. In this case, it was what, like 6,000 or 7,000 pounds? Mm-hmm. If your truck is not rated for 7,000 pounds of tongue weight, you can't go anywhere. Basically. No,
2: you're, what you're doing is you suddenly be, it's become a very dangerous truck to drive. Yeah, and, and you have unbalanced.
1: to look at axle ratings,, right. which is uh, called Gower, uh, gross axle weight ratings mm-hmm. uh, from both front and rear, um, Gross vehicle weight ratings, gross combined weight ratings. Right. And I think that's another show, probably. It, that is a lot of stuff, but the point is is
2: that um, with these you know, larger trailer road loads, the question is, did they actually upgrade their payload? Uh, numbers as well.
1: Yeah and and the answer is no.
2: So that is a big question mark.
1: So you have to be very precise Uh, Mm -hmm. when you're buying one of these trucks look in the door in the sticker look at the payload rating ask the salespeople. uh, make sure everybody's aware of this because you know it's very easy to buy a truck you know somehow without too much research sometimes and then go home and figure out oops I don't have enough payload or something else has just happened
2: and what's crazy is that it could be something as simple as your wheel and tire package or the rear differential or
1: your rear diff
2: or even whether or not you got a luxury package everything matters when it comes to payload as well so you know make sure your payload and your towing numbers match up with what you need before you buy the damn
1: truck Yeah, and of course, when you're towing commercially, you have to run over scales all the time. All the time, yeah, Yeah, that's right. And I would recommend, even if you're not commercial, if you're towing a camper or something, it also helps to know exactly how you're distributed, how the weight is. And it's pretty simple. I mean, you can go to any truck stop. It's about 11 bucks to actually uh, get a weight measurement. I think
2: we average doing that, like, what, twice a month now, I think, on average. Yeah, we go, we we go there go a, a lot, stuff, so, they should know lot. us right now, because we go to one specific one, almost all the time. Oh, the same I think at
1: Hudson, in Hudson, they're like, oh, it's this it, guy. It's these, these oh. losers, Yeah, yeah, you know. Know, with the stupid cameras. Anyway, um, so yeah, so RAM is going up there, and now let's talk about crew cab four-wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, RAM is rated at, for 2021, 34,120, so they're just a hair under Ford's uh, crew cab four-wheel drive rating. Uh, within what 580 pounds approximately so yeah that's those are big numbers still.
2: they are indeed so everybody's up their game for 2021 basically but what's unusual about all this is that perhaps they
1: forgot (laughs) to upgrade their payload numbers uh, well but, but see they're doing certain things like gm talked about suspension and wheels right uh ford hasn't changed their rating in a while, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Ram talked of some some suspension components, so they're not leaving it alone, and they're also redesigning not just suspensions, but actual hitches. Yes. (laughs) And, And hitch balls and all those components. Yeah, we
2: should cover that too. Yeah,
1: because, Uh, specifically Ram mentioned it in their uh, information Mm -hmm. that now if you're buying their gooseneck hitch which is basically underneath your bed right in the center almost in the center of your bed so where you can mount your ball and of course for these weights you need a three inch diameter ball um, not smaller balls that are rated at lower weights right and then if you put a fifth wheel in there that whole box that kind of the box that's...
2: uh, It's like a subframe that sort of sits on its own into your bed on top of...
1: Yeah. Uh, It's reinforced. Right. They reinforce that stuff in the frame. So, they're thinking about all the components, not just one or two. Right. So, but as far as I know, the payload numbers had not come up from previous years. So, they're boosting, their slightly boosting their towing numbers, chasing that number. But uh, I think payload, of course, is very important. Indeed. Um, So, um, by the way, they're mostly between about 7,400 pounds to about 7,600 pounds maximum. So so that's kind of the weights uh, we're talking about.
2: But once you add four-wheel drive and everything else, those numbers drop drastically.
1: Yeah, we've had several uh, crew cab trucks with about Mm 5,500-pound payload ratings. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so that's important. Um, Finally, Ram uh, 2500, uh, three-quarter tons. Uh, conventional rating for towing is about 19,680 so right under 20,000 pounds Uh, that's still competitive where Ford is for conventional towing um, a little bit more than GM and the gas engine is about 2,000 pounds under that at about 17,540 so once again diesels even though they're heavier uh, are rated for higher loads. Right,
2: right. Now, the one thing about the Ram, um, uh, their gas engine, I believe, is the oldest amongst the powertrains we're talking about right now, right? I th- I think the old so. Hemi.
1: I think it's a, it's a 6.4 liter Hemi. Right. Um, the rating hasn't changed. Right. I think you and I tested the Power Wagon, what, five or six years ago with this very similar engine. Right. Uh, 410 horsepower is, is their rating. And I've been wondering about this because you know, Godzilla came out, right? Right, right. And Godzilla is rated the, at... The four,
2: Ford 7.3 liter. Yeah,
1: the Ford engine. Uh, that engine is rated at 430. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting, I keep waiting for Ram or, or GM, in fact, to up their ratings.
2: Well, GM does have a brand new V8. That's the 6.6. That's that that that's been... Yeah, but like, it's 401 horse. I know, I know. But the point is, is that it's still a new, it's got new tech, yeah, and it's, you yeah, know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Whereas in, you know, the Hemi is really old tech by comparison, so... Yeah, I agree with you. Where is the, the, the horsepower fight in and, this?
1: And also, what's curious is that, like, so a, lot of, a lot of you guys keep asking us, where are the big block engines, right? Well, Ford, yeah. Ford said the Godzilla is kind of, quote-unquote, big block. What that means is, like, the spacing between cylinders grows, right? Right. Uh, Which but then like, for durability and whatnot. Cooling and all that stuff, right. right. right? Um, GM used to have a 8.1, mm. right, the big, big engine. Yeah. Uh, Ram, you know, used to have a V10 gas engine. So sort did of Ford
2: at 1.2, yeah. by the way.
1: Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, it's curious that they're not chasing those power numbers there. Well,
2: you know, th- there may be a couple things to that. I-, I know that the CAFE numbers do not matter for heavy-duty trucks, um, at least currently, but perhaps they're looking down the road and they're trying to think about ways of making the engines as powerful but making them more efficient. So, you know, that's entirely possible. Still, it's curious to see, you know, it's a very competitive segment. And gas engines, you know, obviously Ford thinks they're pretty important because not only are they doing the 7.3, but rumor has it they're working on something that's even beefier.
1: Yeah, and maybe using other trucks too. Right. Um, And um, to mention Ram, again, they have uh, the new, the Hemi, the old Hemi, is made it to an 8-speed now. So they upgraded the transmission, actually, which was actually pretty clever because you're using different ratios, Mm -hmm. right, in the transmission to match it to uh, older engine. I think it also has to do with, like, reliability, Mm -hmm. right, when, like, a fleet manager comes to you and says, I want to buy 100 trucks and I want to know that, you know, they're solid, you could say... Hey, dude, look, this Hemi has been around, you know, it's proven that you can maintain it. Blah, and now blah, blah. we have
2: it hooked up to a new transmission. And although they do have an 8-speed, which is standard throughout all of their halftone trucks, mm-hmm. this is a different 8-speed. It's, a, you know, much beefier. You know, yeah,
1: once again, it's a heavy-duty truck. So, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think there may be some more room into in the gas engine, heavy-duty gas engine wars, mm-hmm. right? There is a little bit more space that they can play with. Uh, right there but I think these weights are getting I mean w- what's next 40,000
2: pounds well it's got to be it, it's for I'd say in 10 years are gonna be a, there's gonna be a, a truck that will be able to pull
1: 40,000 pounds at, at <laughs> least nuts I mean yeah I mean there's materials improve like steel improves right the quality of the materials mm-hmm. maybe aluminum bodies right uh, lighting making the trucks lighter more advanced and at the same
2: time with uh, you know beefier components yeah you might be able to get there
1: yeah this this is going to be very interesting and of course um i can't wait to start testing these again Mm -hmm. um and also um we we've been asking manufacturers to send us more basic trucks yeah not the fully you know ninety thousand dollar rigs um that sometimes they do (laughs) send us Uh, more often than not yeah and and also um that brings up another question for our gauntlets Uh, It's actually kind of difficult to find trailers and loads Mm, for this. Uh, Remember this? I'm showing on, um, if you're watching this, I'm showing a 2015 test that we put a half-track, World War II half-track. Yeah, proper half-track. And I got to tell you, that
2: was the the ordeal of getting that on there. It looks great. (laughs) It looks fantastic. And the weight was perfect, too. But getting the half-track onto the trailer was one of the toughest things TFL has ever had to do. It also meant that I had to actually go to the hospital because I screwed up my leg. Um, You were sacrificing everything. You you
1: left nothing on the table.
2: We left nothing on the table. and We also almost got burnt up because I kept uh, (laughs) squirting. (laughs) Uh, starter fluid into the carb because it wasn't getting gas, and we—it's the only—it wasn't running. You can't push a half track, you know, with men up onto a trailer. No. So we we kind of got it halfway up there by doing this, we're squirting, and it kept like you know flaming up. Finally, we were able to get it high enough to where we were able to, to take a winch and pull it up the rest of the way onto the trailer. But that was a real difficult thing to do, and that's one of the hard things for us is actually, especially with the heavy duty toes finding a sufficient load that we can replicate again and again and again to make sure that these comparisons are as equal as possible
1: yeah and we did all this work we have videos of this That's by the way tons of work. so loading this trailer um it was it was a lot of fun i think <laughs> it was well not you breaking not, not you hurting your leg yeah uh but but i think it was kind of like you know, like a bonding moment, you know all of us were together it
2: was great because that, that was early days of doing the eye gauntlet. that was I
1: think our second or third year doing it mm-hmm. yeah, and and still, after all this work, we were at about twenty two or twenty three thousand combined right Wait. with a half track yeah, so we need to find another ten or twelve thousand pounds yeah
2: so, so the, the, and that 's the tough part, and actually, what you guys don 't see on camera, although occasionally you show behind the scenes is that. The logistics, just to get Ike Gauntlets together, is, is absolutely just mind-boggling. Andre and often Mr. Truck have to go out a day or even two before and find the loads, create the loads, put in water totes, secure them. There's so many things that are required. To do these heavy-duty ones takes even more work and even more logistical support is required. and. That 's one thing that I admire because i don 't have to do it, Andre does <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really yeah. I am thrilled that you enjoy doing it because i, yeah. I wouldn 't be able to handle doing that often
1: yeah, and I do enjoy it, but um, and so I think the solution one of the solutions is obviously we have to have a gooseneck trailer, yeah, um, maybe even a longer one, a little bit heavier one and maybe put like a backhoe, you know, some of those um, excavators and backhoes actually are very heavy. Yeah,
2: very dense material.
1: Yeah, so they don't look that heavy sometimes, but they have giant tires and lots of steel. Or you have big treads, you know. Or or treads even, yeah. Yeah. So, So maybe that's a good answer because uh hopefully we don't have to put lighter fluid in in one of those and
2: well didn't we do two
1: at one point two
2: little ones we, we
1: did two little uh back hose and we've done an excavator from Cat, actually right that was last year yeah yeah, yeah. so
2: uh yeah we're looking to do that and that's actually going to happen pretty soon we like well, to do it all within a short amount of time to make sure that the elements are somewhat similar for the testing
1: yeah and also it would be great to do this um well First of all we have to get all the trucks lined up, right? Yeah. But also like in the spring or summer, maybe like April, May, June yeah. because we can't do it in the snow. Um, that's very difficult logistically.
2: It's it's, it's uh, snow is such a difficult thing well, for us. Well because like fight right against. now it's snowing, right? Yeah, we can't so, we couldn't do it right now. It'd be really dangerous and also it's not fair to the manufacturer if we're doing it in snow where it can slip and have difficulty. So obviously it's something that we wait for yeah uh, spring i think we try to average spring is is early spring is what we've been doing i think yeah
1: but oftentimes we want to be first as always mm-hmm. um and we've been pushing it a little bit too much maybe mm. in waiting for those windows where it stops snowing and it melts the roads are clear even though the snow is on the mountains of course yeah um but that's very stressful it's just it's just a little bit too much
2: it, it is and what you guys don't see is that the our staging area is in a parking lot that has a really steep grade to get out of so We've on more than one occasion had real issues getting out of those parking lots and getting up onto the road
1: when it's been slippery Yeah, so we would need to maybe readjust mm-hmm. those uh, staging areas uh, Because in case we don't get a four-wheel drive truck for example. Well, yeah, right if, if that's so, the case, So we have to readjust that which we've uh, done before. Anyway, yeah, so anyway, it's gonna be a lot of fun in 2021 <laughs>
2: Yeah, so yet another thing to look forward to in 2021, the Ike Gauntlet and the fact that we are going to be testing heavy-duty trucks this year because they are all beefer—a uh, beef, beef beefer. I said beafer, not beefy. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> my, okay. It's okay. They're all beefier this
1: year. All of them have improved numbers. And also, I, I still want to do the MPG loop, too. I mean, I know you're excited about that. So. Well, because it's real world, right? And right. You will not see a lot of this data published, especially with the heavy weights. Yeah, right?
2: actually, nobody, very few people actually put out numbers for these heavy trucks. So we have somewhat of a standardized test that we do, mm-hmm. and we've been doing it for a while. And it's not perfect, but it's real world. So you can get a pretty good idea of
1: how efficient these trucks are. And I have something else. Yes. Um, something that I cannot fully kind of announce yet because we haven't really signed the agreement. But uh, I'm, we're also talking to a company that provides diagnostics. Mm-hmm. So actually, like real-time monitoring on these trucks. So um, we could make we could even make it even more, uh, you know, measurable, comparable. Actually, get the data as we're doing it. So the the people who watch us can learn
2: even more about the trucks because of us. Yes. I like that.
1: And I will announce once once we get it finalized, we'll, we'll talk about who... Yeah, we, yeah. So we can't, we can't tell you anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. We, we haven't finished that yet. So anyway, there, there you have it. Guys,
2: thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned because we will have another podcast coming
1: soon. Yeah, and let us know and give us feedback. You know, Please. Either yes. in the comments here or on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. So, thank you.